are live. Welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. Animal lesson number 136639. Zach and Barry here. Um, special episode on a Why's Thursday. Well, it's a Thursday. We normally record these on a Monday, but Where we've were been, you Monday? We've been slowly. It was oh, Blizzard warning, Martin yeah. Luther King Day, um, and we've been too. slowly posting um, our our affordable purchase programs because um, there is a variety of them. Uh, so you can check previous uh, uh, Facebook videos. Check out our YouTube. Um, soundcloud or just uh, wherever you get podcasts search townstone financial did you know we're on um, spotify i did not i did not we know it could be everywhere or some or third party is just taking our content and, and monetizing it who knows but we've got so by the way if you have sirius xm switch to spotify quality much higher Barry didn't believe me until he until he tried it um but check out those videos because we go into a little bit more depth on some of these affordable purchase mortgage programs that are available and are, are out there. Um, we It's just so many. We're trying to qualify more people with more programs, down payment assistance, lower credit scores, self-employed, whatever the case may be. Um, We've got programs. We've got more programs out there, better service than any other mortgage company, and lower rates. So, other than that, you know, other than that, you, we got you, nothing. You got to deal with us. Um, so, the reason I asked you earlier, how long have you been doing this? Because in the title here, with yeah. over thirty-five years combined mortgage experience, just between the two of us here, Barry, we have seen a lot of things. We have seen a lot of things. Up until this point, I'd say the kind of the craziest thing I had seen was a purchase canceled the day oh, of closing. Oh, you got a good story today. That's right. A purchase canceled the day of closing because the seller had an unrecorded lien um, out there that they didn't find out about, and they wouldn't have the money to cover from the sale. Um so it was like a fully canceled closing ended up canceling the deal because the seller was effectively underwater when you took the mortgage plus this unrecorded lien. Um, just some, again, crazy things we've seen in, in 35 years. Well, today um, I came across another crazy thing. Um, I've got a purchase closing on Monday, basically all set and ready to go. And we were just waiting on the closing confirmation. Do we have has a, has a, do we have closing confirmation from the title company? Um, you know, we asked that on on Tuesday. No, not yet. Wednesday. No, not yet. We'll send it as soon as available. Today, Thursday. No, not yet. But here is a new title po policy. A completely new title policy. No one's really from a know completely. What you're New title company. Um, we've done episodes before on title insurance. But basically, today's Thursday, closing on Monday, when coming you, with when, a... When you buy a house, you know, your your attorney gets you. He's missing the whole point here because he's so excited. Because it is a good story. It's crazy. When you buy a house, your attorney gets you title insurance. Well, the seller's well, the attorney... The seller's attorney gets you title, uh, uh, title insurance for the house. Basically, yes. because the the lender who's ever given you the money as the buyer, 
there there needs to be title insurance. Otherwise, they won't loan you the money. And that's so related to the unrecorded lien story. Title has to be clean. You don't want to go into a property and then, you know, three years later, somebody else say, sorry, this is actually my property. I have the deed right here. You've got the title insurance um, and the lender has title insurance uh, to pr- to protect against that in case there was some mistake and you didn't, in fact, become the legal owner of that real estate. Um, so I had never seen this before. Basically, two business days before the purchase closing, scrapping a cleared title policy with a brand new one from a different company. What the heck happened? Did this title company go out of business? Is there an... Turns out the seller, who I don't deal with because we deal with the buyers on the mortgage side, but turns out the seller had selected an attorney that was in fact not an attorney. They were disbarred um, nine or 10 years ago. They were disbarred. Um, and I looked up the case before this. They were disbarred for taking over $600,000 from a trust, um, multiple instances, well, multiple instances over 25 grand total, um, taking money out of escrows. So basically stealing their client's money. Um, and the seller had used this person as their attorney. And I I reach out to my buyer's attorney because at first I'm like, what the heck is going on? This may delay closing. Underwriting needs to re-review, you know, the new title. We got that taken care of. We push things for our clients. If you want to close Monday, we are going to do everything in our power to make sure you close Monday. Um, But he was relaying all of this to me. And the way it was found out is, as Barry said, the seller's attorney will order the title policy and take care of that, at least in Illinois. Um, Well, when title came back, it raised some red flags with him as, as he was reviewing it because it was ordered under a different attorney and a different firm's name. So red flag number one. So when you have a red flag, that means it's time to let's start looking into this a little further. Red flag number two, reviewing all communications from the seller's supposed attorney. This person never identified themselves as the seller's actual attorney or lawyer. We said, I'm going to be helping. I'm going to be working with. Um, So long story short, basically fruit of the poison tree, we don't know where in this chain yet because it's now he is as an attorney he as a licensed attorney my buyer's representative here attorney has to report this to the illinois state bar maybe some other entities um and they they're gonna have to research because who was in on this because the attorney the actual licensed attorney that was ordering title for the fake attorney that's like being, you know, a 25-year-old buying booze for the 16-year-old. That that is that is unethical and probably illegal. Not being an attorney myself can't fully make that judgment, but but yeah, most likely illegal or most likely against what, the code of ethics all, for you, an attorney. You think they were all together on this or something you're saying? At least the attorney that's ordering title 
for not his own client. I don't think you have to be an attorney number one to order title. To be a representative of the title company? To be a representative Cause of the title Because they're closing. Company. Yes, like, probably. You know. I don't know. There, I don't think there's. I, I, so so if you didn't, then why was a third party ordering title here for the seller? Advisor, you can have an advisor help you and do this. Um, so, I mean, and this that's person, probably why you should use some uh, a licensed attorney rather than and, a disbarred one. And this one. person had been yeah. disbarred and and basically for stealing clients money um out of out of trusts and out of escrows and now this title company also got caught off guard they're like we had no idea no you know to relate to me we have no idea what's going on we have to research further this just hit today so instead of we're basically working with any of the parties here that are are part of this chain they they basically relayed this to the seller who this was news to them because normally you don't if, if you find a realtor and they recommend an attorney to you it seems like a like you you know less work for you um they didn't know so they worked on they they got this another was a attorney. seller's attorney right not the buyer's yes, attorney yes yes seller's, seller's attorney. attorney so they got a new attorney and they ordered through a different title company we got it all cleared we're ready to go but this what's, is what's the moral of your story the moral of the story is when you are dealing with professional individuals most of us are licensed and i'm i'm talking about you know the attorney here but your real estate agent us as, as loan officers, but a CPA. Like there, there are so many industries out there that do require active licensure. That, you know, yeah, maybe when you're getting your haircut, you don't have to necessarily like, you know, the the guy or gal that's been cutting your hair the last decade. Who cares if they're really a licensed barber or not? Like you like the haircut they've given you for the last ten years. That's fine. But when you are dealing with major transactions, major life events, um, things that have major financial or social implications, it is so easy. It it takes just a couple of minutes. You do a Google search. I have I have never checked my lawyers to see if they were licensed. I know. I never checked because it's something that you would never think would be even an issue. And and that's why it was so shocking. And in our 35 years of combined experience, we have never seen something like this. So I want to get it out there right away. You can do a Google search, whatever state you're in, Illinois attorney license lookup, Indiana attorney license lookup. Um, there's a national mortgage registry, uh, realtors by state, see, like all of these entities you can look up, you know, business licenses. It just takes a minute or two from you to protect yourself from potential harm from one of these people that are out there to do, you know, to steal your money, basically. Because in theory, this attorney, so this how is fake this guy, attorney. How is a fake attorney going to steal the money? He was going to act as power of attorney at their closing as well. So. At closing, maybe he, he could have taken house. all of the money. Maybe he's gonna, how is he going to take the money? He's their power of attorney. Wire it here. Oh. On top of it, 
this seller is not um uh it was relayed to me english may not be the the original language of the seller so taking advantage of somebody that doesn't necessarily know how to navigate this whole process and system as well um and yeah and then acting as their power of attorney at closing could literally tell the title company to wire the money to timbuktu and and disappear um and and the seller would be out of a house and not see any money show up in their bank account after closing um so it, it's like our buyer's attorney here credit to to you um you basically really like the buyers were in no you know there was no no way they were going to be harmed in this but he basically acted as um so what's helpful to selling? the selling I'm is not selling the, anything. I'm selling. Zach I'm telling you advice. Saying, I'm not saying selling. What Zach is saying, I said saying, I is said that the lender, the the current mortgage on the house would have been paid off, and the the extra money on top of that, the this fake attorney guy or former attorney guy, he he would have probably tried tried to take that money. That's that's where you think this was going. Yeah, obviously. This is all speculation it's all and speculation. And I'm not putting in so any names here. Sure. You don't because, know for sure. But I had never seen that somebody acting as an attorney that wasn't, wasn't an actual attorney. It would be like getting pulled over by somebody that isn't a police officer. Well, if you go to many, many states in Florida and all the rest, they, they don't even have attorneys. The realtors take care of all the closings, like in Florida. And they have and way we, more. And I always fight with them and tell them they get. They have way more post post closing litigation in well, states that saying, don't have attorneys you're, representing. You're, I know, them. but you're wrong that there's there's not a lot of a, the, the attorneys don't. Especially, I bet you it's not prevalent in the United States. Probably in lots and lots of states. I mean, we're only licensed in five states, so I don't know all the different states. But the 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 moral of the story for me is to have an attorney that you can trust on your side, obviously. And step one is making sure that they are, in fact, licensed and legally able to practice law in the state in which you are doing business. And that is not some secret list that you don't have access to. Um, every state will have a lookup tool, will have a bar association that will let you look up licensed attorneys that are legally able to do state business in that state. Um, Good story. I, I, I hate, I hate, I don't want to scare you because again, in 35 years of combined mortgage experience, we have never seen this before. Um, but it is. Oh, I've heard of things like this. Oh, I, I don't, um, I don't agree. I've heard. Okay. There's been lots of, I mean, since I mean, I've, I've been heard in the, stories of wire I, fraud. I mean, I have, I've, I've, I've heard it get caught by people have caught it. You know, the title companies have caught it. The attorneys have caught it like yeah. this before. Obviously, we've heard bad stories where people wired money because they were they were they were hacked, hacked or fished on their email. That's that's been the worst thing, um, given given the wrong um, ABA, given the wrong bank and ABA number right before closing. If anything changes, relatively close to closing i would always be suspicious 
Well, I always tell if my... any numbers are changing, account numbers, because think about this. Bank account numbers for title companies don't change. No. So if somebody's calling and changing anything on you, you really have to dig into it and see why this is why it's happening, especially close to the to closing. The closing. Well, yeah. And that's why I always tell my clients when you get the wire instructions and the account where you're supposed to send, you know, your twenty, fifty, hundred, five hundred thousand dollars for the closing, pretend, just pretend that that email was hacked. That it, that it was sent to you. So how would you go about finding out the real wire instructions or confirming them, assuming electronic communication has been compromised? You would just you would look up that title company in the phone book, independent third party. Phone book? What's a phone book? The equivalent of a phone book. So you know Google or a phone book, um, but you would look up that title company independently. Pages? You wouldn't call the number on the wire instructions. You wouldn't call the number in the email that you got the wire instructions from. You'd find that number independently, call that office, and confirm those wire instructions. Um, and that way, because odds are they most likely weren't hacked. They they have secure email, and they're, they've gotten very careful about it nowadays. But Always assume for the worst with these big transactions and just double check, double check. Um, so it's been, it's, it's been cold these last two weeks, Barry. Um, so two weeks, two just, weeks, just this weekend, uh, eh, fine. Since this Thursday. since last week. Um, and so, so I've noticed, uh, that you were cold, that I've been cold but the city, at least here in Chicago, has been kind of quiet uh, till yesterday when the people out and about. Today, coming into the office, um, fair amount of traffic, like uh, like any other regular day. So I think uh, people are finally uh, out of their their holiday season, holiday pants. Um, well, I told you people had to go to back to school yesterday. That was the main thing. There was no school. Lots of schools. So, and they're canceled not because the schools don't have heat inside of them. It's because of the danger of kids standing outside at like the bus stops. I think and the walk to or from. Um, but let's take a little check in on our treasury because um, we are a little bit higher. Are you gonna check on on Boeing today too, or I don't have Boeing queued up know. here, Sorry. but but I saw it drop to like two hundred. But and what did I tell you last? Buy, buy at two hundred. There you go. And what's it at today? I don't know. I didn't see today. I just saw it the other day at two hundred, and I thought of you. Yeah. I'm always thinking of you, Barry. Um. So ten-year Treasury today Sorry. is uh, um two twelve. So Boeing has bounced off its lows. Um. But so ten dollars. But Boeing doesn't have anything to do really it does. with the we mortgages. We all fly. Yeah, but not with mortgages. So, uh, ten-year Treasury ten year, over four percent, over four percent, over ten, but but not uh, not spiking up. And as we were Where's discussing, right four point one three. Okay. But as we were talking, that seems to be uh, some some level of stability um, that I think can help people move forward in the housing market. Well, what does that equal on a thirty-year fix with good credit? Right now, depending on uh, down payment, probably six, seven, five on average. 
six and a half, six seven five. I mean, just uh, just depends. I on mean, the I think we got you know there was a certain day where we got as low as probably six point three seven five if you weren't paying points. I mean, we've been bouncing around. You know, the the lower half of the sixes is that a good way to say that when 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 we're when we're when we're under when we're under four percent on the treasury, the treasury. sure. Um, but everything that's been coming out, the CPI and all the rest, you know, has been a little stronger than maybe what the Fed would expect. And I, you know, they were talking about March or May decrease lowering rates. And I'll, I'll stay on the same path that I've been saying now for the, the last three months. I do not see them lowering rates in the first half of 2024 unless some esoteric crazy thing happens unless the right and the data has to support it something bad something bad happens absolutely and there's all kinds of bad stuff but i do think that at least some stability when it comes to the rates um like this 10 year if it if it continues to not be very volatile um, that can lead to decreasing mortgage rates because we had seen spreads get to some of the largest numbers I've seen in the industry between you know where the ten-year Treasury is at and and where actual mortgage rates are at like three percent higher. Um, I think this can lead to some softening where the mortgage companies and as you know, as a result, the the rates that they offer us um, don't have that big that big of a spread built into them as as they have to compete. Well, the, for the well business. there has to be demand for the mortgage backed security, which makes no sense why there isn't demand. I mean, you can you can you can't buy individual mortgage backed securities unless I don't know how you buy individual, but obviously mortgage backed securities are called MBSs. You can buy them in funds and things of that nature. Um, you know, and they're kind of almost there's an unspoken guarantee, obviously, by Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae's run unspoken. by the government. So, well, it's unspoken. There's no nothing written, obviously, but they didn't let them go out of business in 2008. And so I doubt they would do it now. So, I mean, I would assume some of those funds, which I don't look at, if anybody want to invest in mortgages or something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, now, Barry's other favorite stock, NVIDIA. How's that baby doing today? Ooh, in the green, five sixty nine, heading up to five seventy maybe. It's a new all time high. New all time high coming right out of the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Um, they well, uh, Taiwan Semi blah blah blah. Came yeah, out, came out. Oh, sixty eight's not a new all time high. I take it back. I'm sorry. Oh, seventy seventy six was seventy six was. But Taiwan Semi said that they bought something this morning that they had good, good sales. Taiwan Semi, they make all the yeah. What do they make? They make the semiconductors. They right? they actually make the the chips uh, for for Nvidia and and basically everyone else. Um, and the that's the thing is you know I follow the Consumer Electronics Show where that's where these companies like Nvidia, AMD, Intel, Sony, Samsung, LG. They put out, you know, displays of like products that they are going to offer in your home and nothing NVIDIA showed was very exciting, but that's not there. That's not where they're making their money now. Yeah, they love to sell you a video card NVIDIA, but they're making their money with 
the you know the AI and the data centers more so than your individual gaming PC. And what or does laptop. this have to do with mortgages? Nothing. I like we're just talking. We just like talking. A lot of this show, if you've stuck around this long, you know it's not all related to mortgages and real estate and housing. But generally, I'd like to say uh, we've got an economic, political, um, social so- community. Yeah, there's a lot of focus. Sociological community. But at the let's, end of the day, end it with, comes back to mortgages. Let's end with this mortgage uh, story. Yeah. Uh, call yesterday, which I'm sure I sent to Zach, uh, about a home equity line of credit. And the thought process that I gave last week, and I'm going to stay on it every week, is that your house value right now is probably at one of the highest levels it's ever been. So if you are thinking that you have a lot of debt, credit card debt, or you want to have some kind of security blanket that you can open up and use that money for college, for school. I don't know. Maybe you want to buy a boat. Maybe you want to go spend some money. Buy we a always boat. talk we always talk about paying off things, but maybe you just want to tap into your house and buy some stuff and help the economy. Yeah. Now is the time to call for home equity lines of credit and home equity loans because the value has never been higher. I'm not saying it can't go any higher, but the same thing I was telling my friend who called, uh, who I had called Zach yesterday, he was saying that, you know, he'd like to have this line. He has his third kid going to college here next year. And, you know, if they need extra money, this is an easy way to tap into it. Absolutely. Um, so click the link uh, below and fill out a free consultation, home equity loans, home equity lines, reverse mortgages, and of course, our affordable variety of purchase programs. Have a variety if you're over of 62 and programs. a half, you can buy a house with a reverse mortgage and never have a mortgage payment. How? Watch one of our podcasts or just fill out the consultation and we will walk you through it. Um, so have a great rest of your week, everybody. Barry's already out of here. Oh, stay warm. And stay warm. Yeah, stay hey, look, warm. Look, your computer's melting. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>